Wait, should I say it? Yeah, be blunt as fuck. This is Brutally Blunt with Jennifer and Katie. Welcome back to this week's episode of Brutally Blunt with Jennifer and Katie. So we're going to talk the Olympics. Big sports fans, you know. You guys, it's us us with the sports again. Like, (laughs) I don't know what you guys expected, but like, here we are with sports diverse in our opinions. Coming at you hot. Um, So we're going to talk about like the biggest news of the week in the Olympics, which is Simone Biles gymnast for the USA team dropping out of the rest of the Tokyo Olympics, which has been like a huge deal um, since she's literally like, not just like the number one gymnast in the world, but she's like the number one like athlete, basically. She like carries the team on her back. And I hate to say that because like, obviously these are also top athletes in the world, but like Simone is just like different. Like she's like a different league like she's doing moves that like her peers can't even do yet no one and can they're do named the shit she does and it's like being named after her and she's like I feel like people are like judging me like um as in like the judges like scoring her she's like I feel like at this point they don't even know what to like check me off for because they've right, never seen the shit they've that never doing. seen what she's so doing like, how do you like again. judge someone against yeah. the other people that are basically doing cartwheels out here as like she's doing <laughs> like, all this other shit that no one's seeing. twist shit in the air like right. she's just like made for this fucking sport like yeah it's, it's like cr- effortless it's crazy she and she hasn't lost like I just don't understand like how you're in a sport and it's just like there's just no one that's as good as you like it's, yeah. even LeBron loses games like Simone yeah. doesn't lose no she's just that fucking good so that's why I think it was like a huge kind of like a scandalous thing but like it was yeah. because her mental health wasn't there and so she withdrew from the women's all-around final and um she attributed it to her mental health and she was, and then she had further um, consultation with the medical staff. And then she decided she wasn't going to be doing um, the vault or uneven bars either. So it kind of like gave room for everyone else to come in and she attributed it to um, having the twisties, which is like when a gymnast can't make the required spins or any spins. And it's actually like, according to the gymnast, very dangerous. Like I would have never known, like I watched it and I was like, huh, like she just twisted. Like, I don't fucking know the difference, but like the uh, commentator was like, it's actually very dangerous. Like when you're fucking up in the air like that, like you can yeah. seriously injure yourself. Yeah. So she, she, you know, performed on July 26th and you could see like she was off, like her performance wasn't great. Um, she had a couple fuck ups for sure. And then she pulled out on July 27th. So, you know, she went in the back, like Katie said, and had a conversation with the team. And then I guess just decided that she wasn't going to continue, but, you know, obviously stayed around to support her teammates, like was a great teammate and everything. So the three other people continued and represented the U S which left space for, of course, fucking Russia to get the gold. Um, but they at least got a silver medal. 
Okay, if you're not first or last, Katie. Well, no, but even Simone Biles was saying, she was like, I think it's fucked up that like no one recognizes my other medals. She's like, you're not going to talk about my other medals. Like I'm still an Olympic medalist. Like I don't need to just talk about my gold. So I like, she's like, it's still a win. Like, and so she was saying, I have to do what's right for me and focus on my mental health and not jeopardize my health and well-being. Um, She said that she recognized she was not in the right headspace hours before the competition um, began it was like fighting all these demons she said no I can't risk a medal for the team so I need to call it and then Jordan Childs took her place on the uneven bars and balance beef and Sunhee Lee replaced her on the floor exercise who I think won gold she did yeah so yeah. so I think to her yeah I'm sure they're like bummed like in terms of the team aspect one where they got silver because right. they're probably like we could have gotten gold but like I'm sure Sunhee was like Okay, I would have not gotten this fucking gold if it wasn't yeah. for her okay. getting out. Literally, of here. no one else would have gotten a gold no, if, it, if Simone had competed. So yeah, it opened space for a lot of other people to be able to show their talents because I like that's it would be I don't know I'm not going to go out on a, a floor and be able to win against LeBron like you're just going to lose. So it's it's great that other people got a shot to show yeah it's their like nice skills. I don't know like how I would feel just being like I won by default, but I guess a win's a win, so I should. Take I mean, it. she still got that fucking gold. It's all that matters. Yeah, but I would still be like it wasn't because I was the best. <laughs> <laughs> well, you just have to know, like, you have to accept that and swallow that pill right, yourself. Like, right. you are not the best. Simone is the best. The best. And but that's just, it, was, it is what it is. Like, bottom I was the line. the best today. Exactly. <laughs> so, then it's exactly. okay. It's okay. And, like, and she was, um, you know, and this is, like, kind of a thing that's been happening um, lately in the world of sports is like talking about mental health and like how your brain is also a muscle. And it's like, it's just like injuring yourself on the, like, if you were to break an ankle, like what you wouldn't keep fucking competing, would you? I would hope not. Like you would pull yourself out of the sport, whatever it is. So well, it's like, if your brain the, isn't right. The fucked up thing about sports though, because people like with the ankle like example, there's definitely people in the Olympics that, that have, and spe- specifically in gymnastics, that have competed on a broken ankle. Which so you it's, shouldn't. That's fu- right. That's but wrong. it's like this mentality of like <laughs> mm-hmm. it doesn't fucking matter. Like you just do it anyways, and you don't take care of yourself, and right. it's it's fucked up. And you know, like I even so, I'm on Instagram obviously, and I had this girl that I went to college with. She posted on her Instagram like. I have people in my family that are dealing with mental health. And so I don't like how Simone took this so lightly. Like if you were afraid to lose, then just say so. And I wanted to strangle her. I was like, bitch, you don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. Why don't you go out there and do what the fuck Simone does and tell me how your fucking mental health is. Tell me how it is being at the top. No, you can't because you've never been at the top of any fucking thing. So until you're in that situation, you shut the fuck up. Like, and I didn't know, I'm sorry. I didn't know everyone's mental health looks exactly the fucking same. Are you joking? Right. And like, let's not compare like someone who's just like 
I don't know, doesn't have that pressure, who ha- suffers from mental health, but isn't, doesn't have that pressure of being the world's greatest athlete on them because that's a whole different ball game. I'm not saying like, oh, let's compare mental health. But like, if you do have family that has mental health issues, you should have a little more sympathy for like what someone is fucking going through, especially someone who has the weight of the world on her fucking shoulders like this. And this is a huge thing for her as well, because this is like, PTSD for her and if you guys don't know there was a huge um sexual assault scandal in women's gymnastics with Larry Nasser, and he literally raped all these fucking all these gymnasts including Simone Biles and he's arrested now but this went on for years and years and years and the reason she like literally she said like she came back to the sport just because she didn't want the name of gymnastics to be tainted. So she was like, I put on a brave face and came back. And think about what that does. That is like PTSD, anxiety, depression, all rolled into one when you're literally a sexual assault survivor. And you're like, all right, I'm going to be the face of this and like keep the name going for the USA gymnastics team. So she has like that pressure on her on top of the pressure of being the best because being the best isn't fucking easy everyone's waiting for the second that you fall off the second that you make a mistake Mm -hmm. and everyone's rooting for the underdog so you are like the person to knock off so there's that pressure plus like she has a lot of shit that's gone on in her life like her mother struggled with mental health and um, drug addiction as well. And she was in foster care with her siblings for a while until like her grandparents adopted her in 2003. So she deals with that shit. She's opened up about being bullied in high school. And she also has ADHD, which same girl, but like that wasn't public knowledge until someone hacked like her medical files and leaked that all over the internet. And she had to deal with that shit. And Oh, and you can't take your Ritalin or Adderall or anything in um, Tokyo. So that too. And yeah, she is medicated for that. So she she couldn't take her medicine. Right. And then she said that she's dealt with suicidal thoughts. So it's like, she has a lot of shit going on and she's been a strong ass person for a long fucking time holding all this shit in and she's an even stronger person now that she's opening up about this and saying like enough is enough like this is bullshit you know and they've also like banned a lot of the shit that she does because they're they don't want other people to attempt it because it would be dangerous for anyone other than Simone like that's like being like Steph Curry you can't shoot a three because no one else can hit as many threes you're as limited you. to as many threes you, you can only have right. like two threes a game because no one else can do as many as you can right it's fucked up like this there's a lot of shit on her shoulders so mm-hmm. I can't even fucking imagine and I would have, I probably wouldn't have even made it this far, to be honest. I would have like, been like, as soon as Larry Nasser stuck his finger up my asshole, I'd have been like, I'm out. Done. Are you joking? I like go to the fucking gym. And once I see the schedule of what I have to do, if I don't like it, I'm like, you know, I'm just really not into this today. So like, could we do some accommodating to my needs? Like every single, and my trainer's like, what are we going to complain about today? I was like, I will find something every oh time. Oh my God, wait, I'm the <laughs> like, same fucking easy. way. And I, I don't have about that this too. mentality. I have Devin, my trainer, if you're listening, I thought about this because I'm like, <laughs> I could just stop 
complaining and just do what he says to do. I but could, but that wouldn't be me. That's it could be at the beginning of the workout and I haven't done anything. And he's like, do five jumping jacks, something super s- simple. And I'm like, mm. But, but I like really I'd rather to. like maybe do this instead. And I like feel here- like my calves are building up, so I only want to do things where I lay down. Hundred percent. Like I'm like, and like our whole at uh, my gym, like it was this whole like mamba mentality, and I was like. I don't have that. I don't have that mop. I have a little bitch mentality. Like, so I have what's the opposite of a mamba mentality? And I like have this, I don't like, have it. Natural thing. And it's like this natural ability to if someone tells me that I have to do something and I, oh, even I if don't want my do best it. help, I don't want to do it. Oh, it's the it's craziest like, thing. I literally it makes my skin crawl if someone tells me what to do in any way, but yet I pay for someone to tell me what to do. And, and I'm fight still going to fight against the way. It. So I was like not made thing. to be an, an Olympian, which is crazy because I genuinely um won ice skating once when I was eight and thought I was gonna be the next Michelle Swan. <laughs> <laughs> so like I really had high hopes for myself. No, I, like, I, I did cheer and I got my bath hands oh. and I was like. Okay, I feel like I could take this shit all the way. Like, <laughs> too bad you didn't stick with it. Cheerleading is going to be an Olympic sport in the next four years. Well, I mean, but like I had this fucking. So this is why I'm like, this is makes sense. But I had like this huge mental block when it came to tumbling where like I would freeze and could not do anything. I would. And then scary. Yeah, it's so scary. fucking scary. And then I would get a new skill and then I'd revert. So like, say like I would get like, a double back handspring and I would be really good at it. And then I would have it that skill for like three months and I'd be doing it every day. And then just one day I'd start eating shit and then I could never do it again. It's just the it's weirdest a mental, thing. It's, it's such a, a mental, mental game. And people don't understand. I feel like how the mind body connection really is like if I was t- like, I feel like I'm tough mentally in other aspects of life, but when it comes to physical fitness, I'm like, quitter like I'm like I will do it but like I will quit if I'm not liking what's happening I will revise everything I've literally like uh I can't really do my wrist um it's gonna twist so I really think I need to put pressure today like I've been doing this every I'm like do we really think running's necessary it's very hot out like I do every excuse in the book so like it really is like I wish mentally I was like physically tougher I just am like no way I'm not injuring myself sorry and it's like the so I don't know why I just I connect with Simone so much from my cheer experience in high school (laughs) but I did used to cheer competitively guys so I do understand not on her level obviously I was not the best at anything but except for algebra I was really good at algebra one but she like so cheer and gymnastics is a little bit similar in that like Mm -hmm. you basically have and cheer it was like a minute 30 to perform and if you fuck up the smallest thing in that it's done like you've lost so it's so yeah. much pressure for that short amount of, of time and for me it got to me like i would have such bad anxiety like i wouldn't be able to eat for like a day before my competition like i would be like so sick and i would get up there and like get ready for my turn And I would be like so physically ill, like I wanted to throw up and my anxiety would get so bad that I just quit. Like I could not go any further because I was so anxious and it was so horrible. So like, I get it. And this is like on your level versus her level. Cheering competitively with a team in high school. 
Right. She's in the fucking Olympics. And is the best in the world. Like, right. so imagine so, that. Just like, so oh, no, we're the same is what you're saying. Yes, that's exactly what I'm getting at. It's like, basically like man. apples and apples, not even apples and oranges. It's very specific. It's like green apples and green apples. It's yes. the exact same yes. thing. I get it. I totally get it. And like, luckily other Olympians also, former Olympians also understand just like Jennifer, former Olympian. Um, we, should, we should create a support group, guys. For like, former Olympians. <laughs> former um, Olympians. Let's, let's link up. Paula Radcliffe, and she's a former GB runner. Um, She was, she came out supporting her. She was in the 2004 Athens Olympics and um, she was labeled as a quitter because she had to withdraw because she actually like physically injured herself. And she was saying like very few people actually understand the relationship between your mind and body, particularly in the something that's really physically or mentally or both taxing. You really need to know when to push through it and when to listen to your body. And it's what made what has made her the great champion that she is. And she added, I would argue that she's actually even stronger mentally for being able to make the call now. So now I'm relating to Simone Biles in like every way because I know know how to mentally remove myself (laughs) when I'm not, when I'm done. When I, when I tell myself one burpee, I'm out. Like I get it. No, I fucking kidding. I hate burpees with a. I actually stick. love burpees. That's the only thing I, I will do. Oh, I will fucking. Get you want to know why? Because it's something like when you jump, the air blows on your face, so you're a little bit cooler than like in a sitting in a plank. It's no, hot. Nope, nope, nope. I still hate it because I'm jumping and physically exerting myself. <laughs> like, and so thank you, Paula. I would like to argue that she's actually mentally stronger for knowing when to. Um, make that call. I make that call weekly. (laughs) Every week I like to make the call. I'm calling it today. Sorry. I am done. I am am done. Thank you for making this um, routine, this schedule, but I'm personally not aligning with it today. This doesn't seem right to me. No, the the energy is off, but I'm not even making fun of her guys. I'm making fun of myself. So let's just, I'm actually I'm giving Simone a lot of credit. And then, you know, um Michael Phelps who if you don't know who Michael Phelps is that's insane he's like the best swimmer of all time he wasn't in the Olympics this year but he like advocates for mental health um now like if you see his commercials yep he has like like the online therapy therapy thing yes and he was saying I hope that this opportunity um that this is an opportunity for us to jump on board and to even blow this mental health thing even more wide open it is so much bigger than we could ever imagine this is something that's going to take a lot of time a lot of hard work and people who are willing to help so I think it's like you have to have these people who are like ready to break these barriers down yeah. for people because more people now are going to be able to come forward and be like, okay, my mental health is a priority and I'm not like a fucking God. Like, even though it seems like I might be a God, right. you know, I can do things that most humans can't physically, like I still am human. Like, or like, and what create people create an environment where mental health is like, a priority because then maybe we don't have to get to a point where people are like on their last leg and have to be like, I'm out, right. you know, because they've been taking care of themselves and their team has been taking care of them and making mental health a priority on that team. So we, they we already, know 
we already know gymnastics is fucked as fuck. Oh my they god, it's so shit about up. their team because not they, at all. They, they treat them like they, shit. They knew they were being sexually assaulted the whole time. What was Coaches, that documentary? Athlete um, A. Yes, and it's on Netflix. I watched it, and they fucking knew that these girls were being assaulted, but didn't say shit because the USA was fucking winning. All they cared about was fucking winning. Like, and this is like the problem I think with sports is like people just fucking care if you win. They don't care if you're mentally fine. They don't care if you're um I don't know not being raped. They don't care about this kind of bullshit. Um, there's a fencing guy right now on the USA fencing team. Um, wow, he's Katie actually has been watching. <laughs> <laughs> I watched a lot of tick TikTok on the Olympics and inspired me to watch. Um, fencing is a sport that I really don't understand. I was trying to watch it. I was like, this is so stupid. The only like, time I've watched fencing was in Parent Trap. Trap. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly my reference. And I was like, this is so fucking dumb. But one of the guys on the USA team, USA, we got to figure out our shit because he is, um, I forgot his name, um, but he is been a accused fencer. of sexual assault. Um, himself and they still let him play after having all these accusations against him obviously nothing's been proven yet but his own fucking teammates wore pink masks in honor of the sexual assault victims and were like basically rallying behind them instead of him their own fucking teammate should the, so that should tell you right there like the olympics and these organizations there's so many fucking problems they don't give a fuck they care about winning and that's they care it. about money winning, not about the individual people. They don't give a right. fuck. Like they literally took this guy who is a rapist or sexual assaulter and put him allegedly, up, he allegedly, been, yes, put him up with all the other fucking athletes. Because he's they, like, still the best. Apparently. Because he's still the best. So yeah, it's I like they know. put like a fucking, you know, kid who's addicted to candy in a candy shop. It's just so fucked up. Like, it's just mind blowing to me that it's like this or like with Russia, they banned Russia because Russia was doping up all their athletes, but then they, but then, so they're like, Russia, you can't be in the Olympics anymore. This is your punishment. But then Russia was like, okay, you know what? We're going to create something called the ROC, which, and it's Rock literally, Nation. it's literally Rush, Russian, um, it's called, it's stands for Russian Olympic committee, I believe. And I'm like, it's just Russia now playing in a different name. So it was like they gave them a slap on the wrist by by because they were all doping their players. And now they're like, well, new name, <laughs> new name. You can is. enroll. No problem. Like you paid your fees. No problem. Crazy. I was like, you know, they I don't know. They just have so much shit they got to work on. It's crazy what they let slide and what they don't mm. like. Mm. It's it's wild. So Simone. Thank you for, thank you for another uh, standing up, I feel like, um, for just doing what you did because it was like so huge of you. And she was actually saying she was inspired by another fellow Olympian, um, Naomi Osaka, who's a tennis player. Um, and she, we know her here in America, but she was actually playing for Japan. And Naomi herself is someone who's struggled immensely with mental health and, and has had to drop out of um, big tennis tournaments yeah. as well. So, so also Naomi had a Netflix documentary that came out mm -hmm. on July 16th, just like about also being on top and the pressures of that. And so obviously we watched this for you guys, but she, like Katie was saying, she's had to drop out of 
major tournaments because of her mental health. Mm -hmm. Um, her situation was more like the, there, so athletes are required to do press conferences, um, after every match or whenever they're called to do press conferences. And if you don't comply, you get fined, you get in trouble, like you can be kicked out of the tournament and whatever. So she has been dealing with mental health stuff, which she's opened up about and can't, didn't feel like she could, you know, have these matches and then, then go talk to the press, which understandable. And so she was like, I can't talk to the press right now. Find me, do whatever you have to do. And so they were basically like, well, we're going to drop you out of the tournament then. And she was like, fuck you. Then I quit. So she dropped out of those tournaments because of her mental health and standing up for herself, which how are you going to like, it's like, not like they get paid for these fucking press conferences. It's like the tennis association that gets paid for them. But it's part of your job, I think. Yeah. But like, it's, I mean, I just feel like no one should be forced to have to do this shit, you know? Like, yeah. If you want to get paid a certain amount, sure. Do your press conferences, but you should have an out. Like you are here to play, play tennis. You're not a reporter. But if get a fine, then get a fine. Who cares? Then that's yeah, but the get a fine. But you shouldn't be threatened with being kicked out of playing in the tournament. Oh no, that's I think that's fucked up. I'd be like, fuck. You're the here deal. for I'll tennis. Pay the, I'll pay the fine. I don't give a shit. Like, right. I'll play, but fine me. I don't care. Like, but like they probably think like, oh, if we let one slide, then they're all gonna do it. But like, good for her. And like, but I was like texting Jennifer, and I was saying like when you watch this, like, just like, look how miserable she is. I don't know if that's her personality. And I maybe that she just doesn't translate on the screen, but she genuinely seemed miserable. And it made me feel really sorry for her because I was like, here's a 23 year old girl who's at the top of her fucking game. She's literally beating her like beating Serena Williams like people that she's looked up to and now she's playing and winning against like this is should be the best time of her fucking life and yet she looks so unhappy like it is all over her face like how much she like does not want to be in this moment and the only time you see her smiling is if she was like drinking champagne was like will this get me drunk and I was like poor girl probably just wants to get fucked up she's over or like over 21 and she doesn't know if one glass of champagne will get her fucked up that's straight sugar it won't it won't do anything it'll give you a headache but you should know that like that that hurts my soul or like with her sister that was the only time when she smiled was when her sister came and like was visiting her and I was like this is so fucking sad she already doesn't have like um she was saying like socially she's like I think I should be in college right now because she was homeschooled her whole life so she like does even have like normal social skills really like that you develop growing up being around other kids so in because this sport was her life is her life she literally said in the documentary she's like if I'm not winning then who am I well because her whole life like her parents started her playing tennis at a very very young age I think she was three yeah and her dad was like just kind of new that she was going to be great. So he probably was like, okay, we got to push. Do you really think parents know their kids are going to be great? Or they're just like, let's hope for the best. And I'm going to force their greatness. Well, I feel like, so I had a, a, I still have a brother who (laughs) is great at sports. Like he's just really good. I got none of those genes. Like I am not good at any sport. Um, but when he was little, I mean, you could see that he was better than everyone else. So, you know, I do think like you get those inklings, like maybe if I push this farther, maybe if I get them some like 
personal attention, like hire a coach just for them. Like, yeah, they can make it to the next level. Played eight hours a day with her and her sister's obviously not a professional tennis player. So right. I think there is something you just kind of you, know. Yes. Yeah. Especially to be able to play at this high of a level. Like, yes, there is like a lot of legwork that you can put right. in to learn skill, but at the same time, like to there play at that level, talent. there's has to be like a large yeah. level of natural talent, but it was, yeah. What Katie was saying, it's, it's really sad. And I feel like she, so she said that you know, she has always kind of been chasing something like chasing players, chasing, getting to the top. But then like, once you get to the top, it's like, okay, where do, you go from where do I go? Yeah. And then she's like, I'm a follower. Like, she's like, I exactly. follow. I'm not a leader. Like she's not like a her motivation leader. prior to being at the top was always external. And then when you get to the top, it's just you. So it's like, what do you, and I think that's what her coach was saying was like, she's gets out of her game because she doesn't know, like she's not in the right headspace mentally because it's, she's not chasing anything. Like Mm -hmm. she is it. She's what's chased now. So all she can do is develop herself and make herself better, but there's nothing to look up to, which is, has to be extremely difficult. And, you know, when you're naturally not like a dominant in your, in your mind, and Kobe was actually her mentor before he died, like six months before he died. Like he was like trying to help her like through this. And he became like a huge mentor in her life and knew like mentally, this is going to be tough because like these competing at such a high level will break you. It can break you. Yeah. Like, and like, that's why it's like, he, there was this whole Mamba mentality because it's like, you literally have to think like a, not a regular human I feel like when you're at this literally level. like the mama gem needs to pay her because she just I know I literally know. is their advertisement <laughs> on this fucking podcast but it, but it but it is though because it's like that's what everyone like even other athletes who like I don't personally know but I see them talk about it all the time because it was like kind of this like okay this is like what you have to do to almost like well and Kobe was different like Kobe had a killer instinct and a lot he of did. people don't have that so she's just like mentally he was like fucking on it right to him it didn't fucking matter like you stepped on the court he was gonna kill you like that it did not matter did it matter but for her she it matters it matters like I just feel I was thinking about this like while I was watching it how she like went and comforted that girl that lost like this girl I I for oh would any male was like would any male Tell me that. Would any male athlete go up to a Probably person not. that they just crushed? Probably not. And especially not Kobe. Kobe, like, didn't give a fuck. Like, you are on the opposite side of the court. And, and you are going to die. This is why I also think females are stronger than males. Because it takes people like Naomi and fucking Simone, who are, like, the ones who are, like, advocates for mental health in sports. Because are the men going to fucking walk off? No. It's the mm-hmm. fucking women. But it, to me, that it takes a bigger person to do what she did or what they both did than to just be like, I'm going to tough it out. My mental health is going to be shit because of it. Well, and oh, and then potentially injure myself as well. Right. Well, that's, I mean, that's her problem and it's not a problem, but there it's takes a ton of mental capacity to have both that sensitive side and that caring side and Mm -hmm. that killer side. Like there's almost not room for both. And I think the best athletes are able to compartmentalize and be like, right now, this is what it is. You know, like 
I don't care. But like to have both of those competing mental, mentally in your head is very fucking difficult and it's almost impossible. Which I think I would care too much if I was in that position. But like when she was like comforting her and the girl was like, I'm going to cry. And she was still crying. And she's like, it's okay to cry. I was full on crying this whole time. I I was crying the entire, but see my mom, my mom has the same like killer mentality because I remember when I was little and I used I was like third fourth fifth grade playing soccer I was not good but she would sit me down before each game and she'd be like okay you're about to go out there you need to be hungry for the ball I don't care who steps out in front of you it could be your fucking grandma you kill them I don't care you go after that fucking ball and you win and I'd be like okay mommy and I'd like go out there in third grade and like be like hey uh sorry bitch I have to like push you over you but know if but it's my not mom who you like naturally that. are like it's hard <laughs> because like I remember I was always so much bigger than everyone else for years I mean I'm still bigger but like I was always like extremely tall like for my age so like when I was in second grade playing soccer, I was so much bigger than the girls or in fifth grade when I played soccer and I would kick bitches in the shins because I was like defending the goal. And I would be like, Oh my God, in the middle of the game. Like, I'm so sorry. My mom's like, stop saying sorry. Like you don't need to say sorry to the girls. And I'm like, but I can't throw the shins. Like, because well, I, felt I was the bad. same way. And I like, remember my mom, when she always tells a story, there was a time where I scored a goal. And so I was like, okay, well I have my turn. So I was like trying to get this other girl, girl, a goal. And I'm like, it's your turn. Like you score the goal. My mom's like, no, fucking take the shot. Why are you like letting her score? And I was like, I don't know. Like I wanted to share we're on a fucking team you know I know but it's like I just but my mom was also like the number one tennis player in Chicago when she was in high school and but she like couldn't mentally push through so she had to like decline her scholarship and you know didn't continue from there but like she has that same See, kind we, of mentality but even for her Jennifer and I have a very different mentality because yeah, <laughs> exactly. I'm not the same like I could not no I'm like why don't we all win you know? love to win that's the thing is like I love to win but it's like to, at a certain cost you know right. like I'm you know it's like I'm not like gonna be like stepping on other people's toes even though I want to like I want to be that person it's like I have a guilty conscience like doing it almost so I'm like oh like and I it's so it, it's hard like and I it's like you said if you Naomi does not seem like she possesses the mamba mentality she doesn't but it's crazy though that her level of talent has gotten her this far without a killer mentality oh 100 that's great for her amazing that's amazing if she had that mentality she would be (laughs) she'd be a killer she would be the like fucking crazy but like the fact that she's made it this far and i was really sad watching her like with her parents because she was at her birthday she was turning 22 and she like turned to her mom and she was like mom like, did you like expect that I was going to accomplish more than I've accomplished when I was 22? And I'm like, are you like fucking kidding me? Like, I'm 29 I and I haven't even accomplished half the shit that you've accomplished. She's and her accomplished mom, like more in her lifetime than any of us will in our entire lifetimes. Right. 22. And her yeah. mom, like, I mean, her mom, like, like kind of reassured her a little bit, but at the same time, looking at her mom's face, I'm like, yeah, your mom did expect you to have one one more than you did right now, and really? that's like I, the, that. I just I thought her mom I feel was like trying, I got that. I thought I got her mom that was vibe. trying to be like, um, yeah, bitch, you've done way more than necessary, and like, maybe it's just like her cold, her demeanor is cold or something, and that's kind of like how I read it. But I'm like, I feel like if my daughter said something like that to me, I'd be like, 
what the fuck are you talking about? Like you are the best. You are the greatest. Yeah, I don't I know think, what you're talking about. But we also have to remember like culturally, she's probably, you know, they, it's probably different. Like um, she grew up in Japan. She was born in Japan. The mom was the dad's yeah. Haitian. And I like sometimes like um, immigrant parents and stuff or in grandparents I know personally are like <laughs> more harsh with the children yeah like and more just like blunt and matter of fact like this is just how it, like my like my grandma's not gonna sugarcoat shit for me <laughs> like just what it is even if she's like so proud she doesn't sugarcoat anything sort of a thing yeah so I do think it could also be that as well yeah I mean I just feel like and maybe that's what it is maybe it mm-hmm. is like she does have immigrant parents but she's also grown up in the U.S. which can soften you but like and so she's like dealing with like her she's most of her life has been spent in America so I'm sure there's been a ton of influence with that but like and you know there's just a a little bit of a disconnect but like yeah I just had hoped in that moment that her mom like even if she didn't sugarcoat it was just like are you fucking kidding me you're the best like don't even let those thoughts in your mind but I just feel like I don't know something about her I'm like I just want someone to tell her that like, it doesn't matter. Like you could win, you could lose and you have still accomplished so much. Like it doesn't fucking matter. And you are the best, no matter what anyone says or thinks and winning doesn't mean everything. So I just feel like if someone could free her mind, then she could trapped in her mind. Her mind is like a prison almost. And it's really, and it's like, it's almost like, or a hamster wheel and she like, can't get off of it. Exactly. And I think what the problem is also is like, she, which it's not actually a problem, but I think it's just added pressure is that she just basically said in the documentary, like, I just wanted to get so good that I could make it. So my mom didn't have to work anymore. So I think when you have that added pressure of like, being the financial responsive like responsibility of everyone in your family that's like a whole nother ball game as well which I would be like okay this is not okay for me please don't put the pressure on me I'm I've just been, a child I am a literally a kid please like if anyone asked me for money I'd be like you're out of your goddamn mind I, I'm the one needing because I think it's more like kids are the ones who are supposed to like still get help from their parents, you know, like, yeah, so my like, parents know that very well. Like, yes. I need help. like it's, it's so if the roles were reversed, I like, honestly, mentally couldn't imagine. I really couldn't well, imagine. And I feel like I just don't think also... that's a natural thing in life is to take care of your parents, like fiscally. Well, and I feel like that's also like adding to her lack of goal setting you know like she's already goal, done that she she's did already it. done that her parents mm-hmm. are set she's set and then she wanted to be at the top she wanted to win she's won so now it's like now what do I do like she's not ne- she always wants more and I'm like well I guess you could like start breaking records I, I guess if I'm I guess if you, if you have to <laughs> but I don't know but it's it sucks because it's like I understand you should always set goals and like be that like you know especially if you're an athlete but I think a huge goal is just like knowing when to quit and I think she achieved that goal like and in t- in taking a step right. back and I think she should be like sh- look she already helped Simone Biles like make her decision and so I think it's just going to be easier now which is going to come with a lot of hate 
it's gonna come people with, and it already understand. has people especially people who don't suffer from mental health issues don't fucking well, get it in people general. don't get it because they don't see these people as people they see them they as like non-human entertainment for them and it's just it's fucking sad well, like, and these people are, are like oh you're you're teaching kids like just to quit when the going gets hard okay it's not like a terrible thing to quit Okay, like, boomer. No, like, you quit when before you like go off the deep end. Right. Exactly. Before I'm like literally going to run myself into the ground. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to like kill myself over what? For what? If I'm already rich. Like, <laughs> I'm what am I rich. <laughs> I've already won. I'm already rich. Like, what i've already what am I doing achieved for? way more in my than you sport a boomer than most people in my sport will ever achieve most tennis players are never going to win one fucking grand slam title let alone multiple uh, most people aren't going to win one gold medal in their fucking lifetime did naomi do well in the tokyo olympics no but she also had a lot of pressure on her for that because she because was playing for Japan, Japan. Yes. and she was going to be, she wanted to be, but see, that was a whole nother goal. She set for herself is to be representing Japan and being the first Japanese winner. So that was a whole nother thing she put on herself. I feel like she doesn't do well, like putting so much pressure on herself. That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm like, that's I just feel like someone needs to tell her like, fuck it. Like if you win, you win. If you don't, you don't like, it doesn't matter. Like we're yeah, still like, going to go to Chili's after and celebrate. It doesn't yeah. matter. I'd rather go anywhere else, but Chili's, but I get your point. I don't, I just, Chili's is <laughs> yeah. the first thing. I just wish I, <laughs> I wish I liked Chili's. We're going to go to the Cheesecake Factory. I'd love to the Cheesecake Factory. That bread is fucking mm, bomb. So fucking good. And then the birthday cake cheesecake or the red Ooh, velvet one. Never had that. Uh, I uh-huh. ordered cheesecake, guys. That's where I'm taking my. I have a gift card. Ooh. <laughs> I love a good hey, cheesecake. Hey, Naomi, Simone, you want to join us? This, it's this on Jenny. One's on me. <laughs> Her love language is gift giving. So. And I also was, like to receive gifts. She does. So if you guys have any leftover swag, I'll take that. You can give it to her. Size medium. But I, and I'm a words of affirmation person. So I get like needing someone to tell me like, it's okay. <laughs> like you don't need to be the, I'd be like, okay, thanks. <laughs> good. Just as long as you told me, I don't need to be the best at everything. <laughs> like right. I'm good. Cause it is, it's too, it's just too much pressure sometimes for these people. Like it really, really is. Yeah. And to be, to keep your spot on top is fucking hard to even get to the top is hard to have the entire world looking at you and judging everything that you do mm-hmm. is hard. It's just, it's an impossible situation to be in. So good for you too, because honestly, it's going to change the game for sure. Yeah. And mental health, I think is just something that we're going to hopefully, hopefully understand more and more as the years go on and see how important it is. For people to take care of it's yeah. just it's take just care like, of yourself it's just, just like, like you would take care of anywhere else right. like if you broke your wrist would you just like let it dangle and flop and just hope for the best like no you're gonna get it worked on and like go to physical therapy and not put any pressure on it or whatever like it's just it's the same fucking thing and I think that's what people need to start to realize yeah and I just like personally don't understand like it's a fucking game like we're killing ourselves for a game Jenny and I know when to quit 
Uno. Like I'm not gonna kill myself over Uno, you know. But I, I, would I mean, be I, way more I get millions of dollars that. are on the line. But like, once you got your mills, I get it too. it's like, I, yeah. Okay. Maybe, maybe if I didn't, maybe if I wasn't the one paying to work out and I was being paid, I might try a little harder for me True. personally. I would try yeah. harder, but I'm not gonna kill myself over it. Oh, 100. I know who I am. <laughs> I am not. <laughs> I am not an Olympian as much as my eight-year-old self thought she was going to be Michelle Kwan. <laughs> like, go ice skating once. <laughs> like, I was supposed to be up there with Simone and then I started eating shit in my bad hands. Springs, oh, and I crazy. was like, okay. <laughs> not this year. Sorry, Tokyo. Maybe, <laughs> maybe uh, we'll see. May 24. We'll try. <laughs> we'll try it. Um, well, I think our last story, just to lighten up the mood is selling sunset we're going to keep it in the netflix family it's just so much netflix um films you should watch but this is a show selling sunset we've talked about it like last year when it was on i think or we just we talked about chrishell um chrishell staus is that how you say her name yeah um when she got a divorce from her husband um justin, justin Hurley. Hartley. Hartley. he's from the show this is us he's an actor yeah so yes so that was a huge scandal it happened on season three of selling sunset mm-hmm. he divorced her over text which was fucked up so but now fucked. she's moved on with her life and now is I dating would her bigger and better but that would be a lie bigger money smaller okay. man um, I mean, who knows how much money he has i, I, I actually know. looked up so she's dating her boss jason oppenheim that's what we're getting at but his net worth is 50 mil oh and okay. justin hartley isn't worth that much no, so, I mean, he's been on like a soap opera and this is us. So I right. really doubt he, he literally, his britches got too big or he got too big oh, for his britches or yes. whatever. His and thought that he, <laughs> <laughs> sir, sir, this isn't 2000. We're not wearing baggy jeans over here. Uh, his Get hair is like still spiked. Oh like, my ugh. God. No, he literally thought he was hot shit. And he yeah. had like a hot ass wife. Like this bitch is 40 years old with right. a better body than mine. And she is so fucking nice and sweet. And he dropped her like a hot potato for the next bitch because he thought he was that good. Like no one wants you, Justin. Well, he's already married again. That was quick. Yeah. He I feels mean, like he probably can't be alone. Oh, hate people like that, but yeah, can't, can't relate. Um, but you should the, try out so, therapy. So Jason Oppenheim and Chriselle were spotted locking lips in Rome. And you guys, there- I saw this picture. First of all, you guys know, I hate saliva i don't want to kiss i like let's keep our mouths closed but like this picture of them kissing she literally looks dead like her face is like stone cold and straight and he's just like puckering in up up there so he's like kissing her neck and my (laughs) first thought was it's probably because he couldn't reach your lips (laughs) oh my god katie and then there's another picture, and I, I hate to say this because I've dated shorter guys too. Not shorter than me. I'm only five four. Yeah, I've dated shorter but, guys too, like two inches taller than me, and I had anxiety. Right. So yeah, I've dated the people that are like five six. So you know, that's same deal. Same deal. Mm-hmm. But like he there's also a picture of them like cuddled up and her hand is resting on the top of his head. And I can't breathe her. That gives me such bad anxiety that it's like it's just not and it's like i don't i don't care guys like date shorter men like do you because sometimes that's a better situation this is probably a better situation for her like financially, financially. career wise like probably even 
love life wise than I mean dating dusty ass Justin, but it was shorter than her it in it when we say shorter it's not just like an inch or two it is like almost a whole head like she could rest her head on the top of his and be like there there little one like (laughs) that is it's literally like it's it's hard to watch but she's happy it's okay like and he said chriselle and i became close friends and it developed into an amazing relationship he told us weekly i care about her deeply and we're very happy together i don't know why i'm laughing it shouldn't be funny like they're happily together um he also dated mary fitzgerald who also works on um Another one of his employees. Another one of his employees. She's also on Selling Sunset. She works at his brokerage. She's married now to someone else. Um, And he told Fox News in November that balancing the intertwining businesses and personal aspects of his life is a breeze given the familial approach he takes to his employees. He goes, it's not (laughs) difficult at all for me. And the reason being is that many of the people at this brokerage are long time, very close, some of my best friends. And I love the people who work at my brokerage. And yes, Mary and I had a romantic relationship. And but he's so close with everyone at his brokerage that he's literally inside of them, inside of them, and he's penetrating them. And they're on the show, it's like locking a key, it caused drama. And like everyone on the show kind of accused him of playing favorites with Mary, too, like because they were like, she's getting all the listings. Well, if I have to fuck him, then yeah, damn straight, I better be the fucking favorite. Are you kidding? Um, yeah, I was just gonna say something, I can't say that. Um, I was gonna say. That is fucking Rumpelstiltskin too. I would expect the listings, but <laughs> like you guys, come on, that's putting in work. That's a whole nother level of work. Okay. Yeah. Can you imagine? And then like, see, this is why I don't trust men because Chriselle is five, six, but he's also listed as five, six. No, the fuck you're not. He, if he is five foot two, I will be shocked. I will be shocked if he's 5'2". Usually I have a two-inch rule, you guys. If a guy says he's 5'11", subtract two inches. That motherfucker is 5'9". If he says he's six foot, there's no way in hell he's fucking 5'10". So if any guy out there, just for you ladies, if you're on dating apps or whatever, I we've come up with called the two-inch rule, this motherfucker is a lying sack of shit. There's no way. There's no way to the same height. She has full clearance. over his head she can see past him and like when she stands and you guys know what I'm talking about because if you have ever been around a man that's shorter than you and you're trying to make them feel better about themselves so you like don't stand on your tippy toes or don't stand all the way up yeah you kind of like lock your knee really hard so that it kind of bends backwards and you're a little bit shorter like that's how she's always standing now and flats and I've, she's ha- I've had to do it and yes by a mile like what the like do not tell me you're five jason just own it and say i'm five two and it's a- it's okay I'm we don't care it. you have 50 million dollars right i don't care how fucking tall you are but i do care if you lie i care i don't like a liar that's all i care about is just it's be the honest. lying for me it's the lying for me and it's the i have eyes for me i can <laughs> see i'm not I literally can see, and I can see that you're not sex. Okay. I'm sorry. Like, and, but here's the thing. I kind of think it's a PR stunt before the new season. 
Like, or I don't know if I think it, I just, I just think it brings in a whole new thing of drama because now I see it now. It's going to be like, oh, Chriselle's getting all the listings and it's just because you two are porking. Like, that's like what, and he's going to be like, no, she's just bringing in the most money right now. Just like Mary was. I mean, it would make sense why her face was dead in their kiss, but like, I I could see it being a PR stunt. I really could. I could see it going both ways. I mean, and it could be both, you know, it could be a PR stunt, but like, Hey, I do actually like this girl. Like I do want to settle down. Like his twin brother, Brett is also dating someone. Yeah. He for sure likes her. What do you mean? I would be like, yeah, I got, I mean, she's, she's fucking hot. I mean, she like it's the other way around that should, I mean, I get he's rich, which can make you taller and more attractive sometimes. So maybe he's five, maybe his 50 mil makes him five, six. Maybe that's where he got that. It does. From. I say each, each mil adds about half an inch. Um, so he's really tall. He's like Yao Ming. Yeah. He's pretty big. <laughs> he's a big, he's a tall boy. <laughs> so I, I, I get it. Like I get how right. someone becomes more attractive. I mean, okay. And if I'm like thinking about this from, a perspective like just an overall bird's eye view like height has nothing to do with it like I think they could be a good couple just because yeah. she's so nice and she's so sweet and he so has a little nice. bit more of a bite to him so it's like I don't know I think she probably softens him a little bit and yes he gives her properties to sell so it's great for her career like I just think I just I think it, it might work it especially after like the shit that she went through because like with her divorce and stuff, that's fucked up. Like it was a really she deserves a really good relationship. Her karma is probably coming back really good. So if I hope it's not that, a PR stunt. I hope it's a great relationship. Right. And I hope and they get married and real. I hope they invite us to the wedding because even though we've talked a lot of shit, like I'm ending it on a nice note that I'm happy for you. So yeah, I'm happy for them. Give us happy. our and invitation. I, and, and I'm happy. <laughs> At least me, because Katie was the one that brought up him being short. So oh, I, we can't <laughs> all see it. Okay. Okay. If you want to just send my invitation, like I've literally dated short guys. So I, 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 I too. I can not I mentioned I don't know, sympathize is the right word. I can relate. Relate. <laughs> But like, because it is like, I think because he has money though, it does make, because I've had guys like literally every single guy that's like, liked me or dated me or whatever. They've always been like, oh, I'm still uh, taller than you in heels. I can't even tell you how many times I've gotten that. And I'm like, okay, well, I would hope so. Thank you for showing me your insecurities. But but that's what I'm saying is like, maybe all these insecurities have been projected onto me. So now I'm just extra sensitive to like, you know? Like they're so insecure. So I How think is this now on the short guys you dated. No, I'm this saying is your fault. Chriselle is dating a short guy. It's your fault. No, I'm saying like maybe that's where my um where mm-hmm. I don't like dating a short yeah. guy. It just really re- like I see it and I'm like, oh whoa, the alarm bells. Okay. Um okay. Okay. Get, get it. <laughs> no, it doesn't that? matter. He's honestly probably a great person and has, you know, <laughs> that's what matters in the end. Okay. Mm. That's what matters. That's how you know someone's trying to reel it back in. They always say, but he's a great person. Like, like we yeah. fucking know him. I'm sure he's great. 
I said, I'm, I said, I'm sure I didn't say I know. I just said, I'm sure. <laughs> like, no, but I, we really are here for this relationship. Like, I think yeah. this is great. I'm here Good for, for anyone that makes Chrishella because I know her so well as well. <laughs> no, but like, like we said, it's because that publicly she played out and that was fucked up. She, yeah. And like, she seems like a, such a sweet person and she's been through a lot. And, and she's from like Kentucky. And I just feel homeless. like they're super nice there. Yeah. yeah. Plus her homelessness, like that's fucked up. Like she's been through some shit. So I hope that she, <laughs> I hope that you guys, I don't even want to talk about this topic. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. And her homelessness, it, it was just so <laughs> fucked up. Like, you know, so we just want the best for like, okay. Don't... I don't know. Got it. Oh my god! We can't I talk about just, shit. Like I think this. we're really just trying to dig ourselves out of a hole <laughs> right now for talking shit, for just being a little too totally blunt. Guys, we do have feelings. We, we do. do sympathize with people. We do have empathy. Yeah, and we say shit, but like we we don't mean it. Feel bad about it afterwards. Yes, we're just brutally blunt, and then we <laughs> are sorry. About Reel it back in, and then we exactly. clean up our mess. That's what but we, do. we don't do a good job at it. <laughs> We just fucking suck. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna end that with um Katie's Go dated short guys, us. and that's their fault. And then no, I that's feel bad I for homelessness. You didn't get my trip. What I was saying was they projected their insecurities on me, so now I'm insecure about them. <laughs> what the fuck? It still doesn't make sense. Okay, I don't know. I can't get myself out of this one. <laughs> just let's. You're insecure, and you're making me <laughs> insecure about you. Yeah, that makes logical sense. Okay. 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 <laughs> if you don't get it, I'm sorry that you don't get it. I feel I'm your sorry. insecurity right now, so I'm gonna push that back on you. I can, I can feel that. It's you don't gas- get it. It's I feel gaslighting for you. <laughs> it's like literally gaslighting. <laughs> it's also not good oh my god i'm sure people have already tuned out by now so it's fine (laughs) no problem if you guys are still still listening listening, thank you for thank you for being here being here (laughs) thank you for coming to the very end oh my god okay i think we should stop this right now we're good um so that's it guys that's all we have for you got it about it all this episode yeah you're welcome um but thank you all for also being here and listening and making it to this point don't forget to follow us on instagram at brutally blunt podcast on twitter at brute blunt pod and like follow and subscribe wherever you listen tell your friends about this shit you know if they need a good laugh if your friend's dating a short guy send them over here I can console them how to, how to help. We'll have a whole fucking support group. How about that? Mm-hmm. But we will see you guys next week. <laughs>